Hello, hello, good people. Shikamo, niajiwa say. Namaste, dobro. I'm so excited about today and so happy to have you guys on another episode of Shah's Voice where we openly discuss mental health issues. My name is Shalom and today's topic is a call for help. Let's get interactive. Let's get ready and most importantly, let's share this episode with our friends, our families and our community because together we are creating awareness on mental health. This is Shah's voice, a black girl's mind. Mental health for me has been an issue for a very long time. And mental illness can be caused by different things. Can be caused by a physical problem, can be caused by a chemical imbalance in the body, or can be caused by an accident. My mental illness started from psychological traumas that I suffered as a child from sexual abuse there are people who who go through mental illness because maybe they went through rape because of incest or maybe sexual assault can be a variety of reasons or things that cause mental illness and I think it is important to talk about it openly it is important to acknowledge that these are issues that we are facing, that these are issues that we have to live with, not because it's our decisions that got us here, not because it is our mistakes that got us here, but sometimes we find ourselves in situations that are beyond our control, situations that we had nothing to do with, but this is the card that we have been dealt. This is where we are. And one of the ways that you can know that you have mental health issues, or rather mental illness, you may have constant tension, uh, worry, general uneasiness, frequently feeling inadequate, depression, or being oversensitive in people-to-people -people relationships. When my dad assaulted me when I was a kid, I didn't have anyone to go to. I didn't have anyone that I could go and tell, this is what I'm going through or this is what has been happening at home. All I had was myself. I had my mom, but I couldn't go to her either because apart from being a dad who was not present, he was also not the best example of a husband. And so there got to a point where I have all this anger in me, I have all this resentment, and I have no outlet for it. It got so hard for me to cope socially. I couldn't make friends. Like, how do you go out to play with your friends? How do you smile and laugh? Like, everything is okay when... I was so scared that when nighttime comes and it is dark and he will just come into the room, you know. I was so scared of what happens next. Okay, today he touched my breasts. Today he, he, he squeezed my belly bottom. So what is he going to do next? The constant fear of even closing my eyes at night. 
was always on my mind. I couldn't make friends. I couldn't go to school and perform. Because at the end of the day, in front of people, he would assume or he would pretend to be the perfect dad. But then behind closed doors, where no one was looking, he was there touching me. He was there assaulting me. So how do I perform in school? How do I make friends? When at the end of the day, I am depressed. When at the end of the day, I want to take my life because I want to end the pain that he's putting me through. It has been something that has, as, that has affected me spiritually. I mean, I know how to pray. I have been prayerful all my life for as long as I can remember. But the bitterness in me and the anger in me made it so impossible for me to even trust God in some instances. Like, Lord, if you're still there, Lord, if you're really there, how comes that how comes you let him do these things to me how do you even sit by and not punish him you know it, it was it has been a journey of up and down in my spirituality backsliding sometimes it gets so bad i'm on the rock bottom i have nowhere to go i have no one to talk to and I find myself on my knees praying. I've prayed for my, for my mental health. I've prayed for myself. And I've begged God, literally, to just heal me from the pain that was caused to me as a kid. But now, as I grew up and coming to understand that it wasn't my fault and there's nothing that I did that made him treat me like that. There is nothing that I did that made him look at me and see a daughter that he could assault helped me to understand that i can heal from this because it is not my mistake it might be my story but it's not my mistake and so sometimes we we, we don't know where to go to like i did not know where to go to when i was going through all this as a kid and that is why I want us to have a platform where you can talk to us, where you can talk to me anonymously. You can send me an email. You can comment. If you want to have a discussion about your journey, about your story, we can talk about it openly and anonymously because I feel like if I had someone to talk to, whether they were a stranger or not, then maybe... I wouldn't have tried to take my life at the age of six. If I had someone that I could go to, that I could call and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through at home. This is my story. This is what he's doing to me. Maybe I wouldn't have tried to take pills when I was 10 years old. We all need somebody that we can go to. We all need somebody that we can talk to. And you might not have that person in your life. It is okay. You might not have another parent that you can go to or a friend. But you know what? You can talk to me. You can drop me an email. You do not have to write your name. We will just talk. Because I know from experience that talking actually helps. This is my way of giving back. Because 
I tried therapy to be honest. It didn't work for me. I felt like my therapist was being too judgmental. And so I ended up talking to strangers. I would walk in a club, I would sit down and I'll talk to the bartender and I'd walk out of there feeling alive, feeling like there's hope because at the end of the day this person does not know me. This person can judge me all they want, but the guilt of their judgment does not go home with me. So what are the steps that you take when you want to heal, you know? When you feel like I'm at rock bottom, I'm going to take my life or I can do this again. Then what do you do? One, you can try therapy. Personally, I tried therapy. It didn't work for me. But you never know. What doesn't work for me doesn't mean it won't work for you. And you can develop outside interests and hobbies. I love working out. You can try yoga. I have tried it. It worked. You can have a life outside work. So this is important for me because working out before work and after work was the only way to ensure that I did not snap at people at work. You know, there are days when I'd go to work and I'd see things that would be triggers for me. And triggers for me can be anything from news or someone might just say an, uh, just say an insensitive statement and boom. I'm out of control. My emotions are out of control. But having gone to work with a clear state of mind and coming from work and all the tension that was built up during work hours, I would take them out with working out or writing my feelings, whatever it is that you need to do. Get an activity. Go into sports. Read a book. Listen to music. Dance if you want to dance, sing if you want to sing, whatever it is that gets the tension out of you, then that is exactly what you need to do. Please, guys, this is something that people do not talk about. And those who talk about it, they're going to try and filter the truth. But here we are not filtering any truth. We are talking about it raw as it is the pains that we have gone through the pain that we feel i am talking my experiences and my story raw as it is honest and brutal because sometimes it got so brutal that i had to take a knife and i had to defend myself to stop him from raping me i hated him i hated myself I hated my mom for not seeing what was happening right under her nose. But then I learned that hate doesn't get me anywhere. If he was alive today, I would have confronted him. I would have asked him, like, why? I would have wanted answers. I would have wanted to understand why would a dad do this to his daughter. But then he's not alive. I cannot ask him these questions, but I got the help that I needed, and I want you to get help. So guys, if you're going through any mental health issues, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling suicidal, you can send me a message, you can drop me an email at younggloryone at gmail.com, 
you can send me an inbox on Facebook. Uh, the handle is Shah's Voice. And the most important thing that you can do is find someone that you can talk to. And if you do not have that person, then you have me. We will talk. You do not have to tell me who you are, but I will be your friend. I'll be your listening partner. And together, we will create healthy mental situations in our lives where we can handle the tensions and the challenges that will come our way because challenges will come every day. There isn't going to be a day where it's just going to be a smooth day. There are days when you will get triggered. <laughs> there are days when I get triggered and I hate my life. And I feel like I can't even talk to my husband. There are days when I hate myself for feeling the way that I feel. But you know what? I also have good days. I have days where I do not even remember what depression is. I have days where I am not suicidal. I have days where I'm actually happy. And the days that I'm actually happy are such days as today. When I just talk. I love talking, guys. I can talk and talk and talk. And that is my therapy. So, whatever it is that you need to do, just keep hanging in there. You do it. You talk to me, talk to your parents, talk to your friends. Find a therapist that you can talk to. And just so you know, never try to be perfect. At the end of the day, we are just human. This is Shah's voice, a black girl's mind. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I love you guys. Bye-bye.